listening to the show with Sam and Joe. This is episode 287 for May 15th, 2020. This week, we talk about seeing auras, video chatting with eels, glitching in Animal Crossing, jockstrap thoughts, constipated animals, and taking care of kittens. So stick around for the show. One, two, three, clap. We gotta be quiet because Justin's in the bathroom. Justin's in the bathroom. If we, I mean, I have a noise gate on both of our tracks, so it's like there's no way in hell they hear anything. But still, Honey, I like thinking about I don't, it. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what will breach the noise gate. Mm, that's true. Yeah. Is Cannot it like confirm nor deny volcanic eruption here in, in I, Washington, I'm sure DC? it's similar to what happens there in your bathroom. Oh, honey, it's nothing. It, it, it pales in comparison to everything Yours that happens. Is, I just imagine, first of all, your bathtub. I oh, imagine yeah. your bathtub is a permanent human soup. Mm-hmm. I never from drain your it. bath water. It exactly. Does, it you doesn't just have dip a drain. In it every day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Every five or six days. It's I a imagine. primordial soup. Exactly. Something living will come out of there. <laughs> and hopefully more than you. I mean, how else do you have an offspring? I did that joke wrong. Hopefully not you. Okay. There you go. We always here for the corrections anyway. here on the podcast. Um, how are you? I'm good. I'm I'm doing all right this week. Still still quarantining except for going to the grocery store, and I did that. But other than that, I haven't been leaving the house. You know, same old shit. Same shit, different week. But you are having a couple days, aren't you, sweetie? Oh yeah. Just like since last week, I've, I'm in a I'm in a similar cycle to what I'm usually in, but this one's been kind of worse because this one has included tension headaches. Mm. So sometimes I get tension headaches, sometimes I get migraines. Just depends on what my body's feeling that day. You know, you know? yeah, it just likes to throw something at you, kind of random. Um, but this cycle has been depression, which leads to anxiety, which leads to tension headaches, which make me depressed. So, so then it starts over. Right. Can you explain to me the difference? Because I don't think I've either had, you know, because I'm so privileged in this world. I don't think I've either had a migraine or a tension headache. Oh, what are sure. they like? And what, are, what so, are the differences? A migraine a lot of the time is centered around like one eye or the other, kind of. Oh, interesting. Like it's like in your brain. Mm. You feel it in your brain. And it's like there's a cattle prod in there. Oh, I love Just that. Just like jammed into your eye socket. People talk about like um, an aura. What's that? So the aura is when you look at a light and there's like a glare around it. Oh. But not everyone who gets migraines sees auras. Okay. I don't see auras. It's it. Uh, I don't, time, I'm not time, in touch with this psychic well, realm. That, that, every time I hear the word aura, I'm just like, okay, are you are you looking into a <laughs> into a? I see your I feel your ball. auras. You've got some red energy. Mm-hmm. I hate it when people tell me like the color of my aura. I'm like, that sounds very personal. It's like, I, I don't like I'm not bending over not, to look at my yeah. aura. <laughs> it It's like a beam of light straight out of your butthole. Mm-hmm. And whatever color it is, it's like a mood ring, right? I think so. That and uh, chakras. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Anyway, I cannot though. confirm or deny. Okay, so there's that. And then what's a tension headache? A tension headache, a lot of the times will start... Uh, for me, a lot, it starts with my neck muscles and my shoulder muscles. Mm. And it feels like a band of squeezing around your forehead and that part of your head. Okay. It's like a constant, it feels like pressure, which migraine can feel like pressure too. 
But tension headache, I usually know, hey, I've been slouching. That's why I have a tension headache. Or hey. Oh, you've been sitting I've gay for too fucked long. Up. Right. I've been sitting gay and wrong in a chair <laughs> for too long. And my shoulders are fucked. My mm-hmm. arms fucked. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what a tension headache is. But last night we did um, p- our Pilates to help. We I do didn't a know lot you of- were doing Pilates. Well, I don't. And I never do. I did when <laughs> okay. I was in... So we tried Pilates. Well, we do them like every like two months. Okay. You know? So, you know, it's really making you a difference. You wait till your body is like falling apart and then you're like, uh-oh. Let I me need try anything. for a day. And then you forget about it for another two months. <laughs> um, that ain't the truth. I used to do Pilates in like high school and college and I loved it. Well, like it's and such you, you, a gay activity. It's it's a very gay activity, and like also you had that like we fit yoga phase, which I feel like was probably oh, really good for you. I loved that phase too. Mm-hmm. But um, Justin has this on Amazon. He purchased like a Pilates video from like ten or fifteen years ago. I it's love that very vintage. Light. Oh yeah, it is. I mean, it's definitely something else. And her mm-hmm. name's Ellen, and. She tells us what to do. And there's lots of arm flapping in this video. So Love it helps that. the shoulders, helps mm-hmm. the neck. So I'm feeling better. I'm I'm definitely coming out of this on like a manic note. Like I'm mm-hmm. going to dip down in a day or two, but. Right. The mania is in right now. Joe's productive. We're riding out the mania. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Girl, if that, that is so relatable though. Like, God. I'll have like one day a week, especially during the, during the quarantine where I'm like, oh. okay, I'm actually going to get shit done today. And then the other six days a week, I'm like, Ugh. girl, but, praying for you. Well, I'm, I mean, uh, those prayers don't need to be directed to me. They need to be directed to you. Have you thought about going to a doctor? Um, I mean, I feel like I've talked to, you know what it honestly is? It's finding the doctor that will take you seriously. And I really mm. hate to say that you will go to a lot of doctors in your life who won't take you seriously about mental health. Right. And I hate that that's like a thing. But I feel like I've talked to at least two doctors and it has kind of shut me down for now. Right. Talking to them um, where you're like, I there's I need a change in either medication or something because mm-hmm. medication is doing good for my depression. It's supposed to be helping my anxiety, too, but it's not. Right. Maybe you need a switcheroo. They're like, take two acetaminophen. <laughs> Call me in the morning. <laughs> Call me in the morning. <laughs> it's like, honey, this has been happening for like a year. Yeah. More than that. So it's and now it's, you know, obviously we're I could, I guess, video chat with the doctor. But honestly, that takes effort, which you don't have currently. It takes effort. Which, right. It's a whole thing. Know. And it's it's very overwhelming. Well, if it's you know, if it if it if it's anything like I've switched medication, like I've been on medication for for my mental health for like five, six years and I've changed three times, um, which is probably a low change rate because like a lot of people um, who are like who are depressed and anxious and when they get put on uh on antidepressant or antidepressant or something like that a lot of the time like part of the process is finding something that works and that's like the dumbest part of it is going through you know months and months of taking a medication and seeing if it works or not and then switching and then you know waiting for a couple months and seeing if that works so i'm pretty lucky that i've you know i've been pretty solid on something um for you know, the, the I mean, like I just I added something to mine recently, like over the past six months, and that's helped. But I haven't had to do like a whole switcheroo. But like that's you know, you know, don't feel bad if you have to change meds. Like that's part oh, of the no. process. But like, I never feel bad about anything. Well, exactly, because like feeling bad about something takes energy, right? Which you do not have. <laughs> um, well, I re- the first thing I ever took 
I don't I think it was Zoloft. Mm. But I've only switched once from Zoloft to Lexapro. But I do know Maybe I've heard people talk about, yeah, just being on one thing for so long that it kind of stops working right. as well. And you mm. have to switch every few years. Right. And I've been going for like several years. So I'm probably due to do for a little I switch. I don't even know. Do Honey. something. Yeah. But, you know, we're in a we're in a pandemic, so it's kinda hard to be like, oh, like I, I want to do this when you're like you aren't supposed to leave your house. Well, I'm glad that your uh your ancient Pilates videos are potentially helping. Maybe like physical therapy if it's like stress I mean, related. Oh, I'm for sure not getting the physical activity I need right now. For a while, <laughs> we were doing really well, like going on our walks every day. Mm-hmm. But I have been so bad lately. Right. Like just quarantine life, getting in a hole and digging deeper and deeper and deeper. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Girl, it is hard. Yeah, no, it's like, not easy. Days in bed, you just feel like are lost. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I know you. Mm-hmm. I know you know. Oh yeah, girl. if you know, you know. If you know, you know. That's why we're on medication. Um, and that's why we have Animal Crossing. So, oh my god, so, I heard. Speaking of Animal Crossing, oh, I should have to tell you what. No, would you wait? Is this about me? Oh yeah. Well, of course, this is about you, Joe. This podcast <laughs> is about you. Uh oh. <laughs> I heard you have Raymond in your town. I got him. I just spent. So like I I was telling Sam before this podcast, I'm trying to do a whole lot of work today because I've been in bed the Mm -hmm. rest of the week. Mm -hmm. So I streamed before we're recording this and about for about two and a half hours on the stream, I was doing the time travel campsite thing Mm -hmm. to try to find Raymond. Right. I evicted all my smug villagers so that there was a bigger <laughs> likelihood of him. Goodbye appearing. forever. Um, I and and I was a year in the future. I was in 2021. What was it like? August. Tell me, what was it like in the future? Let me tell you. A straight white man is president. <laughs> a <laughs> he's Regardless, over the age of 70. You're right. Anyway, re- anyway though, but back to Animal Crossing. Mm-hmm. Um. Right after the stream, the stream ended after two and a half hours. I gave up. Justin was on a conference call and I was like, I need to take a break. But right. I kept going for another 30 minutes or so. And he showed up. He wow. done showed up. And so I got Raymond. Oh, and for those of you who don't know, well, Raymond is a cat. He's a smug cat in Animal Crossing, but he doesn't have an amiibo. So right. you can't cheat him in. You can't cheat him in. He's very valuable at this moment in time. And, um, I needed him to round out my village. I was tired of uh, having peppies. Mm-hmm. Um, Better than jocks, one... though. Well, I like to have one of each. Okay. But when you have one of each, you have to have two of two kinds. Because mm. ten villagers, eight types. Gotcha. So I had two peppies and two snooties. Had to, and the peppies were too much. It's, it was getting way too cheerful on St. Piggy. <laughs> I way too happy I on this island. So we're going to have two smugs. We're booting out one of the peppers. Mm-hmm. And then we're done. It's perfect. I'm never, I'm done. Then you never open up Animal Crossing ever again. Do you, um, so, you know, there, there was the rotation glitch. Mm-hmm. And now new glitches have appeared. Right. Do I haven't done partake? any research in, into any new glitches. I haven't oh. partaken in any new glitches. I, I haven't really done any glitches in general. The only thing that I've, you know, that's semi off track that I've ever done is using one of the turnip calculators online that like gives you a, a rough estimate of like what your next week is going to be and when to sell and when to buy. But I'm not even doing that this week. I'm not, I didn't Scandalous. even buy turnips this week. 
And so I, I don't know. I, I haven't done any of that. I haven't really kept track. Like the, the last glitch I saw was the new rotation glitch or like the new well, like, item duplication glitch. I haven't seen yeah. anything since then. I haven't done any research. What's what's the hizzy? What's the 411? Well, that? I mean, you know, there's lots of YouTube explanatory videos. Mm-hmm. I will say I've got 115 million bells. Just a casual nesting egg. Just found a bunch of crowns mm-hmm. lying around that casual. needed to be sold. Right. So okay. I am, a, you know, this was, Raymond was, money couldn't buy Raymond. Right. Do you know? Mm-hmm. He was Everybody the loves ultimate Raymond. trophy. Yeah. Every fucking body loves Raymond, honey. <laughs> what, what a I'm show. A- Sometimes I think about that show and how popular it was and get sad. I mean, I don't, I never watched it. I was too young. Too young I, on Amazon. When was it? Early 2000s? Oh, let's wiki it. You know, because this podcast is just us Wikipedia oh, sure. things for people. Well, I mean, I do want to say I've got a really interesting story about a constipated lizard. Honey, if that ain't me. I mean, uh, it's not because I'm not constipated ever. Um, exactly. It was 1996 through 2005. Wow. Wow. 11 years. Holy shit. And... King of Queens. Do you remember? They were all copy and paste. I mean, I'm sure oh, yeah, those all things still exist, but you just don't hear about them like you used to. Mm-hmm. That used to be the world of television. Also, it wasn't 11 years. It was nine. I can't do math. I'm gay. Two, um, two men and a... What was two and a, it? Two and, two and, and a half, half men? Two and a half men. I just imagined it was two men and half a man. Two men and half a man? And man cut, without a legs. Cut. No, straight down the middle. Oh, that would be good. Yeah. Anyway, could you explain to me really quick, what is it about Raymond and Animal Crossing that everyone's fucking obsessed with? He's the only smug cat. Just like cat. There's one named Cat, K-A-T-T. She's the only sisterly cat. Mm. And now he's the only smug cat. And they just, people just like his, his house is an office. Oh, that's cute. And people like to make him wear French maid outfits, though. Yeah, what is it about that? You know, I don't I'm not going to do that on my island, but okay. I will give him some more comfortable clothing. He's wearing his work clothes. Mm-hmm. So we're trying to loosen him up, trying to he wants to be an actor, you know, mm-hmm. so we're he's, helping he's, to push him in that direction. Gotcha. He'll so he's thrive just, on my island. Yes. Mm-hmm. St. Piggy is happy to have Raymond on the exactly. island. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, so I guess because like I've seen a lot of people obsess over Raymond online. Like not There's a lot been of a lot of memes. But yeah, he's like a very he's very memeable. Like people are always excited tweeting about how they got Raymond on their island or whatever. And I guess I never really understood why he was so special. But since he's the only smug cat creature you can get in Animal Crossing New Horizons, he's rare in that sense. He's rare. And then no amiibo. And then I don't know. He's cute. He's got two different colored eyes. Right. He's he's very original. Sounds like. So quirky. So quirky. Anyway. So how many graves of dead villagers do you have in your town? I stopped making grave plots and I just throw them. Well, we have a murder well. That works. And, you know, there's just a well with a little splash of blood beside it. You can just casual. You know, yeah, I can imagine what's happening there. for interpretation. Could be jam. Someone mm-hmm. just yeah, spilled their it's jam. Yeah, raspberry jam. Absolutely. Oh. Mm-hmm. But speaking of animals. Speaking of constipated animals. Well, this one's kind of sad. This lizard died. So uh, rest in R. peace R. to this lizard. Mm-hmm. But, um, okay, let me see what the tea of it was. I read, I had this article for three weeks and I'm bringing it to the table today. 
Okay. Honey, bring it to the table. Um, okay, so a Cocoa Beach pizza parlor grease bin is what this lizard had been feasting in. I don't know where Cocoa Beach is. Florida? Cocoa this Beach. Is from Florida. Okay, re- repeat the, like, the, the whole thing again for me. Okay, Cocoa we'll just Beach. start from the beginning. This is from floridamuseum.ufl.edu. Okay, so it's edu. It's legit. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it says, feasting at a Cocoa Beach pizza parlor grease bin gave one northern curly-tailed lizard a record-breaking case of constipation. So, uh, basically, it would eat lots of insects. What's an anole? Anole? A-N-O-L-E? Bertoli? I don't know. I'm going to assume it's pasta. And greasy sand uh, congealed in its uh, stomach. uh, Oof. And the poop made up nearly 80% of the animal's total body mass, which is the oh. largest species to body mass ratio recorded in a living animal. Um, wow. Uh, also, there, an anole is a reptile. It's like a little baby lizard. Oh, okay. Well, it ate one of those. Okay. Um, they say they caught it. They thought it was just wanting to lay eggs. Honey, and then they were, they were feeling it. And they said it felt like silly putty. <laughs> um, Oof. So the bolus to body mass ratio was more than six times greater than the previous record, which was held by, can you guess? Me. No, I know that you're always, well, you're either filling up or empty. <laughs> honey, and it's I'm, honey, I'm like a dump truck. I'm either filling up or empty. Exactly. I don't know um, what, the, what, what this, the second best poop to animal ratio is. It was a Burmese python. Oh, that makes sense. They're always reptiles. Interesting. Maybe, yeah. I don't know what their deal is. Sort it out, um, reptiles. Yeah, come on. Let me get let me get you some uh, some some fiber. Uh, they did some X rays. Had some three D models of it made. Uh, and like it's literally all poop. It, they say that there's only like a tiny space in its rib cage for heart, lungs, liver. And they say it must have been very uncomfortable. Poor lizard. Oh my god, R.I.P. And it was humanely euthanized. Well, I mean, at that point, can you imagine being so full of shit that you die? Do you know I had to go to the emergency room once at night? I was having the most painful stomach cramp, Mm. the most painful. And the doctor literally told me I was full of shit. (laughs) And he but he actually meant I had I was literally full of shit. I could have told you that any day of the week, sweaty. And he was like, here's some laxatives. And I was like, I just pooped this morning. I don't know where this came from. But it's you're like the Virgin Mary just filled with magical poop. Well, I think it happened right after I stopped being a vegetarian. Mm. And I had just finished the fish and milk phase. So it was just a double whammy of bad decisions. My body was just confused. It's Mm -hmm. like, do we keep this in here? Do we let it go? Honey, let it go. Let so they made go. me drink one of those like laxatives. Have you ever got it's the whole it's like a fizzy drink, but it's laxative. Disgusting. It's like fizzy milk. No, it's clear. It's spark. It's like sparkle water. Ooh. And it just makes you poop. Yo, yeah. Is that is that like the same thing that they make you drink before a colonoscopy or is that different? I think that one's milky. OK, no, I'm thinking of the radiation stuff. Have you ever. Honey. So back in January, I had to do that thing where you drink like the radiation it's it's not, it just like shows up on the x-rays you know you mean, isn't it like a barium or whatever yes yeah that's it i had to drink that stuff and for them to take the x-rays yeah i don't think you were drinking radiation i feel like you wouldn't be on the podcast today i was just drinking I radiation honey joe was at chernobyl let me they tell you they just went to the nuclear waste site scooped up a cup full 
and gave it to me. I mean, or they, you know, they were already at the nuclear waste site because they were working on you, you know? Probably. That's where I go to the ER, straight to the nuclear site. Honey, you have a punch card at the ER. Um. Anyway, rest in peace to this lizard. Oh, my God. I, just, and, I feel so bad for well, that lizard. I do too. That's a bad, that's a sad way to go. They say that it was unable to digest nutrients with that in it. And so that's why they had to euthanize it. Well, I'm sure I'm sure it was delicious before he died, you know, drinking or eating, you know, grease covered insects and baby reptiles. Well, yeah, I mean, it probably lived. I mean, it lived in this in a pizza parlor grease bin. Oh, so it probably a had a lot of. Yeah, that's some tasty shit in there. Not <laughs> Honey, good for lizards, allegedly. Yeah, not a good lizard diet. But, you know, did you see uh, did you see the eels in Japan? Are these the eels that go up people's butts? No, but I like the sound of that, too. Um, There was a... Oh, God, this is... Or sorry, I'm going to interject really. But there was a, there was just an early, early, like... Uh, what what kind of... There were just early 2000s videos, like flash videos that would, like, people would send you. And one of them was this girl. It was like this... It was oh, this, no. this Japanese girl who was shooting no. eels out of her ass. Is this... This sounds like a live leaks thing. I mean, I mean, live leak wasn't a. I don't think it was around in like 2001, but it was like things like it was like an email chain sort of thing that people would send you. Anyway, that's why I'm fucked up now. An I'm sure that's not cha- what Who's, this who is. Who emailed that to you? Um, I uh, people on a bad email list. Mm. Mm, 2001 was a dark time in my life. Regardless, I I don't know what these deals are about, but I'm hoping it's not a replication no. of 2001. No, this is coming from WTHR 13. I don't know what, I don't know what world, what local news station that is, but that's a Some local news combination station. of letters and numbers. Um, so a Japanese aquarium, it's asking people to FaceTime its collection of 300 spotted garden eels so that they can remain interacting with humans during the pandemic. Oh, the eels are lonely. The, well, it's, it's the Sumida, Sumida Aquarium. They say Mm -hmm. the eels have started to forget humans. They're hiding when the staffers are coming by and they're concerned that it's going to, well, it makes it hard for the staff to like check in on them, like check their health, see if they're alive. Because they're hiding from them. Yeah. Um, I think this was posted on The Guardian too. They say that the Guardian reports that eels are used to being stared at by people, Mm. but they're starting to see humans as a threat now. Uh, Nature is healing. (laughs) <laughs> it's true though honey well anyway okay what they did is so this was may 3rd to 5th this is past but um they had put ipads near the tank and they <laughs> gave these phone numbers to call where between these certain hours you could facetime them go on video and talk to the eels for five minutes honey top 10 things i would probably actually do oh facetime yes. an eel. why can, not can, I wonder if anyone FaceTimed the eel and played them the video from 2001 of the girl shooting eels out of her ass. Oh, God. And the eel was like, that's my grandma. (laughs) (laughs) There goes grandma. There goes grandma. Um, Grandma was wild back in her day. Yeah, oh, my God. Grandma was wild. (laughs) Oh. I'm curious if these eels, like, can even understand that this iPad in front of them has a human. It's like, I, I, don't, I don't know. know. I feel like people are trying to do, I don't know. People are doing anything to keep themselves occupied. Put iPads in front of eels, you know, do whatever you need to do. 
Well, if anything, it's good publicity for mm-hmm. one thing. True. Um, I think it's cute. I mm-hmm. mean, maybe it will help. It's it says uh, they asked you to limit your call to five minutes so as many people as possible can join. Mm-hmm. Um, they say wave, show your face, but don't make loud noises. So maybe mute yourself. Mm-hmm. But just uh, yeah, I mean, you know, animals are smarter than we always give them credit to. I feel like right. these animals know. You know, they know people. Right. And they know to be afraid of people. Exactly. Naturally. And Mm -hmm. so they're probably, you know, their mindset in the aquarium is probably what's twisted. But I understand that they need to be used to people so they can get taken care of. Right. So people can monitor them in the aquarium. They could snatch them and make sure that they're, you know, healthy. Drama. Oh, my God. The things I would do to FaceTime an eel in an aquarium. They're really cute. They're the kind that, like, pop out of the gravel. And just like Aww. they look like seaweed and just kind of float there. What kind of eels are they? Are they a specific kind of eel? Uh, garden. Spotted garden eels. Spotted it says. garden eel. I bet you find this article. Oh, they are cute. Yeah, they are the ones that pop out of the gravel. No. Look- oh, I thought you were going to say pop out of the ass. No. <laughs> Honey, I don't have that good of a memory to remember the exact type of eel you remember that was shooting out of that in girl's their asshole. Eyes. Oh, I'm sure you sketched them. Oh, yeah. The I'm look sure in her eyes was that pure, in your sketchbook. pure terror. <laughs> pure, absolute fear. Oh, God. Poor um, animals. I don't know. Yeah, these, these eels are very cute. I would, I would talk to one of these eels. I'd say hello. I'd pop in. I would say hi. call that eel. I would promote the podcast and tell it to listen to the show at Sam and Joe. You know? Oh my God, imagine screaming that in the middle of a Japanese aquarium. <laughs> Finally, we'd have an audience, you know? <laughs> God. Oh God. Speaking of an audience, I have, um, I want to I pick your brain really quick. Sure. I'm already picking my nose. Oh, I and mean, my lips, remember? Oh yeah, Joe's picking his lips because mania, right? Mania. <laughs> because mania. Because mania. <laughs> Um, so I saw, um, so on Twitter, gay Twitter, um, Lady Gaga has released some, a new merch line to promote her new album that'll be releasing called Chromatica. Joanne? Oh. What? I don't know. Jazz? (laughs) No, it's a, it's a new pop album called Chromatica. Um, and she, one of her merch items is a Chromatica themed jockstrap. And the gays were very excited about this. And I was curious if you saw anything about this and what your thoughts about jock straps in general are. Oh, I like them in general. Okay. I has anyone called called this problematic or is are we just happy about this? Tell me how know. to think. Um, I so the the gays on Twitter were very excited about this. They thought it was A ridiculous and B a good opportunity. I mean like Gaga knows her audience, right? Oh, sure. Like, like Gaga's, Gaga's audience are power bottoms. And so, of course, they're going to want this chromatica jockstrap. But is it, is it gay baiting? Is it pandering is the word I would probably use. Oh, okay. Yeah. Pandering. It's probably about, well, gay baiting. Well, yeah, it's more pandering. It's definitely something. I mean, at the same time, marketing. It's definitely smart marketing. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I'm invested enough to know. And Lady Gaga to know, you know, anything. To psychoanalyze the situation. Right. And we've talked about pop stars before on this 
and uh like Katy Perry. You know my thoughts. I didn't say it. I didn't say it. I Joe brought it, it up. Joe brought it up. I feel like there's a difference between how Katy Perry markets to the gays and how Gaga markets to the gays. Mm-hmm. Katy Perry's feels wrong to me. <laughs> Katy it, Perry in general feels wrong to you. She got famous off of a song called I Kissed a Girl, mm-hmm. which was at best homophobic in my opinion and there's been a lot of things written about it and then Mm -hmm. a song called you're so gay which Mm -hmm. i would also say was homophobic at best homophobic at best (laughs) and it's you know and then her trajectory went in a similar fashion where Mm -hmm. you know she has a what does she have does she have an album called prism or whatever Mm -hmm. and it just feels like someone punched you kind of I don't know. It, it just it feels like nothing, abuse. It doesn't feel genuine. And it feels like it feels like I'm being treated like a novelty and a product. Do you know what right. I mean? Right, right, right. I feel and and I don't know anything about Katy Perry's personal life. I've read interviews of her talking about those songs and I'm very not satisfied with them. Because mm-hmm. um, she's never from what I've seen has never discussed them, you know. I feel like the, the point you're getting here is that y- you feel like the the difference between like Katy Perry's views towards the gays and Gaga's views towards the gays is that you feel like that Katy Perry is way more disingenuous about her about yes and gays. it's not just her it's a, so many pop stars like I want the, I feel like the the LGBTQ plus pop stars don't get the same limelight. Like we give our voice away mm-hmm. to these people who claim to be allies and don't show it. Do you know what I right. mean? It's right, like right, we're, right, right. we're releasing our own voice instead of building up mm-hmm. LGBTQ plus pop stars and actors, you right. know? Right. And it's just, I, I'm tired of having other people speak for me. Do you know what I mean? Right. right. And them selling my sexuality to me. Do you I know what I mean? valid. Absolutely. It's, I know I'm like, I'm not very eloquent in saying it, but it's it feels very wrong. Not the Gaga I know where, thing, you're, where you're the, going with the it. The pop star things. Yes, it's, it's, mm-hmm. I'm, it's something I'm sick of. I'm mm-hmm. sick of my sexuality being marketable and, well, politicized and, you know, mm-hmm. everything. By, by people that are using it for profit. Right. For right. profit or for, you know, ill will, mm-hmm. even. Or for their own gains. Right, right. So I guess this this comes back to just the fact that Gaga is selling a Chromatica jockstrap bother you? I don't know. Is it cute? I mean, I don't I don't think the logo for the Chromatica stuff How is much is cute. she is she selling like a $50 jockstrap? Let me check. I, I have only seen pictures. Um, I'm going to Google it. I think that I think you can only get the jock strap when you also or pre-order it with the digital album. Oh, we um, love a gimmick. Oh, and like we do love a gimmick. But it's I 30 think, bucks. Yeah, it's thirty dollars. Um that comes with the album. And it's pink. It's oh, it's low-key ugly. Yeah, it's but, not cute. Um green printed chromatica graphics. <laughs> <laughs> it's all of it that it says about it. I 
you know, I talk about how ugly this website is. Oh, it's, so it's like bad. lime green. I thought and this pink. wasn't even her official this store. This is her I official thought, website. I thought I was on a bootleg website. Oh no. Oh, anyway, I think you can get. I think you can get better jog straps for cheaper. Well, right. I think the the concept is to have a jock strap that's an official Lady Gaga jock strap. But also, yeah. why couldn't she make it cute? It seems like it was kind of half-assed, to be honest. I mean, honestly, it seems it literally looks like a jock strap off of Wish with that has Absolutely. been like printed, like with printer ink. Right. I'm sorry, Loki it's disappointed. Not, Loki disappointed in the looks of it. I don't um, know if I know enough about Lady Gaga to speak about whether or not it. I consider it to be pandering. Right. Yeah, I don't. She's, I I feel like it's. It, I don't know. I feel like that she's done a lot for the gay community, but and I I guess oh, I yeah. am gay, but it's also like I don't care enough. Like I'm not like a huge Gaga stan, so I'm not like like I I like her obviously. Like don't come for me. Um, but I can like her and also say that this Chromatica jock straps ugly. But like you oh, know you that so many people are gonna buy this fucking jock strap for the meme. I think that she probably made it for the meme. Like they probably marketed well, yeah. this towards like it's ridiculous. And so people don't um, buy it. And Lady Gaga's talked about being bisexual. Right. And so it feels more, it feels more genuine when she, I mean, obviously she's a big part of the community, you right. know? And so I don't have a problem with her. Like, I, I feel like I would feel completely different if this was a Katy, Pre- Katy Perry prism jockstrap. I would 100% feel super different. I would different. feel way different. Like I'm way, I'm more okay with this than I would. Probably with yeah, any, other, I any other pop star doing this. Yeah. I think Lady Gaga is obviously part of our community. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, so regardless of this Chromatica jockstrap, what are your thoughts on jockstraps in general? Give me the full rundown. They're okay. I have a few from Wish. Okay. So you bought some from Wish, which is how <laughs> you know why this looks like a Wish jockstrap. Yeah. It's from personal experience. <laughs> well, and they're the only ones who have the sizing. Oh, yeah. Extra, extra, extra small. Exactly. So um, I, could, I was going to say, I can't believe they make jock straps for children, but that's not a thing I should say out loud, even though I just did. Um, So I guess my question for you is I just received some jock straps in the mail that I did not purchase myself. A man purchased them for me. Pop off, sis. And I don't I've never been into them, really. Except for like, I don't know, it's I feel like a, a I feel like a light like a light switch just flicked on for me. And now I think that like, oh, I think this could frame my butt to look pretty nice. It definitely gives it some support. Really? Okay. Oh, yeah. Like if you're saggy, if you're just having a saggy <laughs> if, day. If you're a saggy gay. Honey. Not a saggy gay. If you're having <sighs> a saggy day. Oh, okay. Okay. If your, your butt's, butt's a little, little droopy, deflated. Yeah. It can it can pull things back together. Mm-hmm. It really it's a and it's just one of those like it's the most unnecessary. Like I mean, what are jock straps really? Are they for sports? I think that they're originally before the gays took it over as like fetish gear. I think it's just like oh, I think it's for, for like, sports. It's like what you put your cup in or whatever. Yeah, exactly. I think it's to pr- protect your boys, protect your your jewels or whatever when you're like playing football well, or something. You know, it's it's obviously not a functional clothing item. Right, for the everyday. Means. Oh, especially if you've got like the toots and you might have a poops in a toots. Uh-oh. Honey, there's nothing to catch it. It'll roll <laughs> down your pants leg. It'll roll out into the mall. 
is, honey. Is this coming? This is coming from actual real life experience. This is not personal experience, but I think about it a lot. Never worn one out of the house. Okay. Never because it's just not. You're too afraid. Not a functional piece of clothing. Okay. Underwear like, is made to catch a stray poo. I see. Okay. No. I regret bringing this up so much. Regardless, I, I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna, I've never put, I never had one before, and I like my only use is is but essentially just using it to take butt pics in. Oh yeah, they're fine. They're quirky. Okay, pop off. I, fun bedroom gear. Fun bedroom Don't poop gear. In it. I won't, and I, I probably won't wear it out of the house. I don't know. Yeah. I don't I don't know how it feels like do, are are they comfortable like like I personally don't like it. And also the shorts I usually wear, I think you could see the underwear line of a jock strap through them. Ooh, sexy. So I don't I don't not into that. Okay. Well, I will give my full review of these jock straps for everyone that wants to hear the review which is absolutely no one um on a later podcast. So Wow. There you go. Sam's moving up in the world. And by Speaking moving of up, virtual, I mean I'm moving virtual down. dating. Oh, are we virtually dating? Um, yes, but first of all, you'd have to give a jockstrap review next week. Second okay. of all, <laughs> um, I'm gonna write make a note of it. <laughs> Hold Sam's feet to the fire with this next week. Ugh. I'm I got the hiccups like mad. Honey, she's gassy. Ugh. Anyway, okay, are you ready for this? I'm ready. Virtual dating. So a site has posted they are selling virtual date muscle suit and virtual date breast enlargement. Okay, explain. I I hate that I have to, <laughs> but I will. Can I not explain? So okay, the virtual date muscle suit is a is I mean it's a Halloween costume. Mm. So these are from Sporterly. I found this article on 9.com.au. I don't know. Honey? Sure. I don't know. Anyway, um, so everyone, you know, everyone's doing Zoom dates now. That's the right. thing. And uh, so these are meant to be worn on Zoom dates to help people get a second date. These what? are, first of all, these are problematic. They're just funny. Okay. You know. So, okay, the, vir- the virtual dude suit, it gives you like pec muscles on a six pack. Okay. But they're like squishy. It's meant to be worn like under a shirt. So mm. the description of it is the virtual date muscle suit gives you bulging biceps, perfect pecs, and washboard abs. The padded shirt offers that subtle, sexy, and seriously shredded look that many of us dream of. Uh, order now and watch your socially distant partner's jaw hit the floor on your next virtual date. Mm. And then there are the virtual date breast enlargement. Virtual dates can be awkward and, well, sometimes having something to grab attention as soon as you connect can help. Perfect. And then they have that exact same line. Order now and watch your socially distant partner's jaw hit the floor on your next virtual date. And these are, these look like, um, oh, what are those? The ones that a lot of the queens have on Drag Race. Oh, boobs for queens. Boobs for queens. Is that what or they're like called? A, like, like a, like a breastplate. Yeah, essentially so. Um, one of the, one of the popular ones is, is from a company called Boobs for Queens. Oh, Boobs for Queens. Boobs for Queens. Uh, let's see. They talked to, I think they talked to the marketer or something. Um, something, something resounding. 67% of people believe social distancing has increased their cravings for physical intimacy. Okay, no shit. 
Um, the spokesperson for the company claims the products have been flying off the shelves since being made live. So I, you know what I could, I could see these being purchased as like for the memes. Do you know what right. I mean? Like, um, the muscle suit. Well, first of all, it's on sale right now for $36 and six cents. Ooh. Okay. Uh, the breast enlargements range from 46.74 to 66.63. Can you imagine? You can choose pinks? a cup size. Okay. I feel like also they only come in one color, white, and well, yeah, peach. Oh, mm. so problematic in that aspect as well. No, but the <sighs> the men's suit literally like look. I'll send you a link. It's a okay. it's a Halloween costume. Like this is definitely well, done for the memes. That's what I was gonna say. Is like I how much are these? And like why can't like if you if you were if you're on a Zoom date and you have titties and you want to make your titties look bigger. Why don't you just pad your bra? That's free, you know? I mean, you do it for the memes. Or you it can buy, for like, best, a... For best results, wear under the clothes. Oh, I hate this. Oh, I hate <laughs> it. I don't even know what this site is. I've never heard of it. They're absolutely doing this for the meme. Would you buy... Oh, for sure. So here's here's the question. Are you desperate enough to fake your appearance live on a Zoom meeting and pay money for it? No, I don't have to date anymore. Right, exactly. Yeah. Your man um, knows exactly what you looks like and he hasn't left yet. So. Oh, my God. The first time. So, you know, I have a good side and a bad side. Left side, good side. Right side, wrong side. Uh, oh, yeah. Mm, OK. Facial wise. Oh, I thought you meant your personalities. Oh, no. They're all wrong. <laughs> they're all pretty bad. Trust. Oh, they're all bad. I know. I'm aware of my flaws. Oh. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, when me and Je- so the first time I ever came to D.C. to meet Justin. We sat on the metro together and he sat on my right side and I thought, it's over. He'll and, never gonna want to see me again. Oh, he's seen the, the right r- side, which is the wrong side. The right side, which is the face side of my face. I don't want everyone mm-hmm. to see. When I, see. I I've, we've talked about it before. When I go on dates, I scope out the place beforehand. And you position yourself. Position myself to where the lighting is. Oops, hit my mic. My, the lighting is going to hit the left side of my face. Mm-hmm. But Justin stayed with me even after seeing the right side. So he knew. So that's how I knew. Like after that, he would. And he didn't he throw you the in a dumpster one. outside yeah. of the Dunkin' Donuts. He was the one. Wow. I love romance. <laughs> Can you imagine Justin wearing the this muscle suit in a Zoom meeting with his coworkers? Oh, he totally would. Wow. Just for the gags. What a goof. What a goof. I'm curious because like, I mean, I feel like there's no easy way to like fake a muscle suit. But I feel like it's way easier to pad your bra to make your tits look bigger instead of buying like a like a breastplate online. I, I don't know things. I don't know. I feel like the, I feel like this is a gag for straight people. Oh, like, it's totally that. Like they like no they need, better description. They need something to spend their goddamn stimulus check on. And this is it. You know, there are reviews of both. I mean, I mean, what's cheaper than the gym? Uh, <sighs> something about chicken legs. Sent Honey. one to my buddy because he has chicken legs. He needs it. Trust me. Do they not know this is only for upper body? Oh, listen to this one. Had to return it because I am more muscular than the suit. Ugh, gross. Well, I'm sure, you know, if it's salt hotcakes, then they're doing something right, I guess. Someone said no second date, but in fairness, I don't think that was the muscle suit's fault. Well, at least they have. Yeah, they they know themselves. <laughs> yeah, at least they. At least they're it. being least truthful. They yeah, I guess. Anywho, uh, da 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 da. Do you have a cheese of the week this week? 
It's cheese of the week, Raymond in Animal Crossing. Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm just going to stop asking. <laughs> um, I bought some cheese curds at the grocery store. Yeah? And what do you nice. do with those? I just eat them with crackers. What are cheese curds? Cheese? I feel like it's just like cheese that is not in, in cube form. Oh, I see. They're just like little pieces of cheese that are not... They're like what floats up. Yeah. Curds and whey. You know, yeah, curds like, and whey. These are these are the curds. Mary, Mary. Oh no, that's quite contrary. Mm. What's this mm. curds and whey one? Uh, I don't remember. I've been a child in so long. I'm researching it. Little Miss Muffet sat on her uh, tuffet eating her curds and whey. Mm-hmm. I'll eat my curds and I'll send you the whey. Little Miss Ravioli. Little Miss Ravs. They look and- good. These look like cheesy poppers from TGI Fridays or something. You would compare to something from TGI Fridays. Um, you know what? I <laughs> hate all those restaurants, but I had such a craving for them just to get out of the house. Right. Like when, you, when you're like, I would go to an Applebee's, that's when you know it's bad. You know? Yeah. Can you imagine like how flooded everywhere's going to be after this is all over? Honey, we, I mean, Montana is like half open. Like I told you last <laughs> last week that oh restaurants are, op- are open at 50% capacity. And I have, I have friends that are working at, that work at a restaurant, like that, at a chain restaurant that is not Applebee's. It's better than Applebee's, but it's still a chain restaurant. And she's been open for, it'll be two weeks at 50% capacity um, when this gets posted on Friday. And she was telling me that last week, like for the entire week, like no one showed up because like, even though they're open, no one wants to go to a restaurant. Regardless, I feel like that people that actually want to risk going outside and go to a fucking restaurant are probably going to like an Applebee's or like a TGI Fridays. Like they're those kinds of people. Let me tell you a story about Arkansas. I'm and ready. everything I I know multiple people who have gone to the salon this past week. <sighs> Once the immediately when the salons opened, they went. They needed it. They needed it. And restaurants, people are just like chomping at the bit to go back to their burger restaurants. Your parents? My parents. And <laughs> they're the ones who went to the hair salon, too. Ugh. I was like, Mom, Call them Dad, out. stop it. Stop, stop it. You it. guys are like the age bracket that's most susceptible. No, It's what it is totally that situation. Like me and my sister talk about it, but it's totally that situation. Like one I don't know that I don't know the situation in Arkansas. I haven't been there in like over a year. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know it, but I very much believe in physical distancing. And, you know, DC's just extended our lockdown even further. Right. You know, and I think it's good. I hope they extend it again. Right. Um, I don't know. I know it's a lot worse here than it is in other places, but. But also, like, you just, you don't believe that it's get worth the bad. risk. No. Yeah. And like all those things are what's going to make it bad, you know? Anyways, I will send your parents some cheese curds in the mail. Please do. it gets do. them to not leave the house. Please do. They I'll just send Walmart. them some burger meat or something since they eat burgers like three times a day or whatever the fuck. They love their burgers. They <sighs> love their burgers. Dave's burgers. David's burgers. Oh, David, excuse me. His full name. And David's my, burgers. My cheese of the week this week is actually cheese. And yours is a, is a virtual cat in a video game. So it's cheese of the week, Raymond, Raymond. and cheese curds. Hmm. Anyway, highly recommend cheese curds. Except it was like ten dollars, but it was like a thirty-two ounce bag of cheese curds. So it was worth Honey, it. Honey, stimulate the economy with that stimulus check. Uh, stimulate my bowels with these cheese curds. <laughs> and the cycle continues. 
Anyway, should we move on to our favorite things? These are a few of our favorite things. Um, you go first. So, we upgraded our internet. <gasps> it happened? Not fiber. Oh. Well, we get a, a hundred download, a Ooh. gigabyte download, what? but our upload's 30. Wait, so a, a, giga, a gigabit is like a thousand down. Oh, then never mind. We have, a, I think, a hundred. What did you have before? I think a hundred. So I think they clocked us. I what? think they scammed me. Okay. Sam, I think so, I've been skimmed. Okay. I think we were paying like more for less. Mm. Like my upload speed, our upload speed was like four. And what? like you need at least six to stream, to live you live, stream. In, you live in a city. How is that possible? Let me tell you how our building is wired for fiber, but they haven't turned it on. I love that. It's infuriating. They're and just so we they're have teasing to stick. you. They really, like, it's been a year or two years since they installed fiber. And it is not up and running. And it is infuriating. Oh, my God. My streams were, like, crashing. Especially, you know, pandemic internet on top of it. Is right, bad. everyone's on. Yeah. Um, But now we finally, I'm getting 100 download, 30 upload. Nice. I can stream in full HD, 50 frames per second. So um, it's made my job so much easier. Good. Um, and it is actually, we, we are getting between 20 and 30 upload, which is more than enough. So I have been very pleased with it. And I can't wait until maybe someday before we move. That would be great. Before you die? fiber came to this building. <laughs> but we'll uh, see. Nothing's better than good internet, let me tell you. I could live in a cardboard box and have a fiber connection. I'd be fine. Oh my God. Ain't that the truth? Um, yeah, I live in the, I live in, in Montana and I have, what am I paying for? I think I have 300 down and 30 up. That's good. Yeah. It's not bad at all. I'm, but I pay like $90 a month for it. But you know what? It's worth it. I had gigabyte down, gigabyte up in Chicago. Let me tell you, I, it's hard going back. I can't imagine. A video, like an 11 gigabyte video uploading in minutes. Like it's incredible. It was like, it was living. You were living in the future. I was living in the future. We could get faster, but this is fine for now. Right, right, right. Until fiber comes, I'm okay. Well, I I feel like one of the things that you should be, that should be at the top of your list when you, you know, eventually move and like buy a new place or whatever is what kind of internet can we get at this place? Because like that's, that's true. top priority. That's a good thing to think about. Because it's mm-hmm. my job. Yeah, it's your job, and like it totally depends on where you live. Yeah. So they keep that really do. Like, I mean, I feel like we're overpaying right now. Oh, and they we fuck don't you have hard the plan. in America. It's just so expensive. It's ridiculous. Mm. Anywho, fast internet. What's your favorite thing? That's a good favorite thing. To be quite honest. Thank um, you. My favorite thing this week is something I thought I talked about a long time ago, but I never did. And it has to do with quarantine self-care. Um, so first, before I tell you what I'm doing for quarantine self-care, I mean, what have you been doing that's been slightly... I mean, it's hard to think about like the before times because it's been months of us doing this. But what are you doing? Name me like one thing that you're doing now to like for self-care during the quarantine that you weren't doing before. Um, uh, nothing. I'm bad. the same. I, that's, hence the cycles. I see. Yes. Okay. Well, one thing that I'm doing is I've subscribed to this YouTube channel for a while and I've been 
going. I don't think I've ever gone through an entire YouTube channel like front to back before, like revisit a YouTube channel and like go through their entire catalog. And one YouTube channel that I am obsessed with and that has really been helping my mental state is Kitten Lady. Um, Hannah Shaw is a professional um, kitten rescuer, fosterer, um, and she like gets kittens adopted or whatever. I'm pretty sure I talked about her in the past, but she makes videos about how to take care of kittens and how to, you know, like the, the difference taking care of like a neonatal kitten versus a kitten that's like a couple weeks old. And she has like a bunch of really great videos about, you know, adoption and different types of shelters and what she does and, you know, taking care of kittens that have um, disabilities and stuff like that. And all these kittens are fucking adorable. And she's like a professional. Like she's been doing this shit for like over 10 years. Like she knows exactly what she's doing. And she's great and super well informed. And she just recently did a four, I think it was like four episode kind of seminar webinar on like the basics of caring for kittens from neonate up to like six weeks or whatever. And I've just been going through her her entire catalog and learning about kittens and seeing all these fucking kittens that are so cute. And it's been really good for my mental state. Like she has like different videos, like her rescuing kittens from trailer parks. And then another video is her talking to you about what's ringworm and how to get rid of ringworm in kittens. And then she has another video about, you know, castration, which isn't very cute. And then she has another video about, you know, her nursery care routine for neonates. And then she has another video that's like an ASMR video of kittens suckling on bottles. It's like, it's educational, but also like, it just makes my heart sing because who doesn't like kittens, to be quite honest. And then sometimes she um, fosters cats or she fosters animals that aren't cats. Like for like a month and a half, I think she was fostering a baby pig and she was making videos about that. And that was fucking adorable. And then I think a couple months ago, she was fostering two little puppies that she got uh, that she adopted out. But it's mostly kittens because she's known for kitten lady. She has like books out. She has a new calendar coming out with pictures of her kittens um, that she she um, fosters and then adopts out. It's just educational and fucking adorable, and I love her, and um, it's been really good for my mental health, just going through, and, because who doesn't, like, how do you, how do you stay in a bad mood after watching a, a kitten video? Like, I know it's cliche, like, kittens on the internet, but, like, fuck, these kittens that she takes care of are so cute. They're so, so are you cute. getting are you getting a kitten? Is that where this is going? No, because I'm not getting a kitten. I'm supplementing this with watching videos of people taking care of kittens. When are That's you getting a today. kitten? Sometime in my life, hopefully. I Does your feel... current apartment allow them? Yeah, I have to pay like a pet fee. Like I have to like uh, my rent increases by like thirty dollars a month, which isn't isn't much. We've talked about it. But like, honestly, like during this time, like everyone's adopting animals because they're so lonely during the pandemic. Yeah. So there are they've been like, meeting them on Zoom, doing Zoom meetings. Oh, Zoom meetings with your kitties with and, uh with uh the shelters. Oh, that's adorable. Yeah. So like our yeah. shelters aren't like aren't full. Like they're pretty they're pretty low on cats because everyone's fucking adopting them because they're all lonely. So maybe when there's a, a big need. Of, you know, maybe when the when the shelters are overblown again, I'll think about it and maybe adopt a cat. But in the meantime, 
Kitten Lady on YouTube. Look up Kitten Lady or Hannah Shaw, H-A-N-N-A-H-S-H-A-W, um, The Kitten Lady. She has like 1.1 million subscribers on YouTube. She's super popular. But goddamn, her videos are cute. And she knows that she knows what she's doing. And so it's super educational and also adorable. So totally recommend if you need a little um, brightness in your day and you like cats like me. Check out Kitten Lady on YouTube. Totally recommend. Well, that reminds me, there's a show on Amazon Prime you need to be watching. What is it? I think I mentioned it a long time ago. It's called Psycho Kitty. Oh, my God. It is the most psycho kitty low budget cringe <laughs> binge you will ever binge it has it is a 6.6 out of 10 on imdb probably for the gags it mm-hmm. is it's the, the i'm sure the host is a lovely person but he is so weird in the show oh, and he always oh wears God. this like this shirt that matches his skin tone and so he he kind of looks like he's wearing the muscle that muscle mm. thing sometimes and the the woman who does the cat training, she's pretty legit. But oh my God, getting the cats under control and stuff, it's so, just hilarious. So is this like Super Danny, but for cats? It's more like um, that show I like, It's Me or the Dog. Oh, where yeah. Where like, uh, that one's Victoria Steelwell. She goes to someone's house, then does positivity training with the dogs, sees how they do, then comes back and brushes them up with it. Mm-hmm. So this is this is almost the exact same setup, except got a new house, got zero budget, you know, and they're oh, it's cringy. Oh, it's very weird too. There's one cat that lives on a boat, wow. and it's it's very weird. Some of the situations <laughs> and the people are very interesting. I'll have to check it out. I definitely recommend it for quarantine at least. I'll check you out s- Kitten Lady too. Did you say this was on Amazon Prime? It was when we watched it. I'm sure it still is. I'm sure they can't put it anywhere else. I'm sure no one else will take it. Oh, yeah. It says on Amazon Prime. It's still there. It has three stars out of five. Let me tell you, it is a trip. But they only got one season. Oh. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. It didn't. It got canceled. I don't think it panned out for anybody. Mm, Interesting. I'll have to check it out. It looks... uh, Looks low budget. Looks like right. It's right up my alley. I'm ready for this. I'll let Piggy watch Cat Lady. Okay. Let me. Wait, is sure that her name? Kitten Lady. Kitten Lady. Um, make sure to give me Piggy's full review next week. I'll give the Jockstrap review, and then Piggy will give his review of Kitten Lady's YouTube channel. Piggy does like watching cats, but he's not allowed near him because he's allergic. He would be allergic to cats, you know. He's allergic to cats. He's getting his immunotherapy for it, though. <sighs> Maybe boy. someday. Maybe maybe one day Piggy can have a cat of his own, but not now. She's got her own Wikipedia page. Yeah, she's like famous. Like she's like been doing this shit for years. Aw. Anyway, good cat. favorite things. Good favorite things. Good favorite things. Um, we will have a bonus episode this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, so stay tuned for that. Uh, thank y'all so much for listening. We will be back next week with a regular episode. Oh my god, Sam! It was our anniversary this week. What? I just remembered. Tomorrow, the 15th, is the podcast anniversary. How many years have we been doing this? Too many years? I actually don't know. I don't well, know when we start. I just have it on my calendar. It says podcast anniversary recurring annually. Oh, wow. It just occurred to me here at the end. 
Well, anyway. happy anniversary to us. Happy anniversary. Thank y'all for X amount of wonderful years. Mm-hmm. Insert uh, years here. And for the Patreon patrons, there'll be a bonus episode for y'all. Otherwise, we will see y'all next week. Yep, that sounds good. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and more at theshowsamandjoe.com. You can also support us to help keep the podcast going at our Patreon, patreon.com slash theshowsamandjoe. Patrons also gain access to exclusive content like bonus episodes, music downloads, physical rewards, and more. We also want to give a big personal thanks to the wonderful podcast patrons who have donated $5 or more. Thank you to Allison B, Andrew G, Ashley E, Ben B, Brat D, Carolyn A, Charlotte S, Chris K, Chris M, Christopher C, Dallas E, David M, Duran C, Devin B, Devoy C, Erica V, Feliciano D, James P, John H, Joshua R, Julian S, Kylon C, Lindsay C, Manny G, Marianne J, Matthew B, Maurice W, Nick I, Nikki Q, Pablo F, Rebecca E, Rose G, Sandra P, Scott A, Tristan T, and Zachy. As usual, thanks to all our listeners, and we'll see you all next week on The, the Show. show.